This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I am your host, Gianna, and today we have Matt Willis and Evan Crawford, which brings to you Crawford Willis Group. Already. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> well, Took us a long time to think about that name. Yeah, it's so original, guys. I, how did you really decide who comes first, you know? Oh, we have creative minds. Minds. Yeah, that was up there. Yeah. That so. makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you guys are great. I like that name. And uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we thank you. Of course. So, um, you know, these episodes take a little longer because we've got a team, a duo here, and I want to hear about both of you. So totally fine. That's what podcasts are for us for talking. So don't feel bad. Um, let's hear some backgrounds, guys. So who are you? Where are you from? How'd you grow up to be a real estate agent? Whoever wants to start. Matt's older. I'll let him go first. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so we're Crawford Willis Group. Uh, we're located in Auburn, Alabama. Um, we service Auburn, Opelika area. Um, great college town. Uh, we, we love where we live, work, play, raise a family. Um, so me personally, um, I started in real estate in 2005. Uh, that's when I got my license. Um, kind of done, did the whole gamut of real estate. Got my builder's license in 2006. Um, you know, built some residential homes um, during that time. And uh, in 2016, um, we were both at a independent firm and that's where Evan and I met and we kind of started the commercial division of, of this firm. And, and uh, from there, we just kind of kind of grew and, and formed what is now the Crawford Willis Group. Awesome. Okay. And um, your turn. Yeah. So um, I... Let's see. I, I kind of grew up around real estate, I guess, is what is what got me in. My grandfather had a real estate company in my hometown. Um, me my too. Uncle, my uncle, perfect. See, <laughs> uh, my uncles were realtors with him. Uh, my mom was actually a real estate agent as well, with, with a different firm. Um, and so I kind of grew up around it my whole life. And, and they mm -hmm. built and developed and things. So you know, most of that consisted of me laying sod for most of their houses that they had. You know, me and my cousins and stuff. But I always was interested in it. And then. Um, uh, I, I left college and I played professional baseball for eight years. And then when I was my last season, I knew that I kind of wanted to come back home and, and, and do the real estate thing. It was always in the back of my mind. So got my license and was at that independent firm. And that's where, like Matt said, yeah, I'll, I'll let him pick up from there. That's where we met and, and started working together and, and realized that, you know, we had a, we had a good, we had a good thing going with the team. The rest is history. After Happily ever after. Magical. That's awesome. Well, um, tell me how you guys were introduced to EXP then. Was that your first brokerage, you know, together or were you at other brokerages when you were introduced? What's what's the story there? How'd that transition happen? Yeah. So um, so prior to that, uh, prior to Evan and I meeting, um, you know, like I said, I was licensed since 2005. So I've been to a couple different uh, brokerages, um, franchise, big franchise brokerages and, and an independent firm. And 
And that's where we, you know, we met was the independent firm. Um, Evan had come over. He had just gotten licensed. And, um, and so, uh, sorry, we're, <laughs> no, we're you back. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I thought it was cool. <laughs> For those listening, their little background just turned off and we had just talked about it. Um, but it looks fine. It looks yeah, fine. Yeah, but, that's so that's why we're giggling. But keep going. Um, yeah, so we met there at the, the Indy firm. And uh, and like I said, he, he had just gotten in, you know, gotten his real estate license. Um, his desk was was next to mine. So he would, you know, turn around and kind of pick my brain a little bit. And, and uh, we just uh, grew the friendship from there, had a great vibe going. And um, and so we just kind of partnered up on on all aspects of the real estate field and and uh like i said we're you know starting slowly growing the team and we kind of started that like you know with all the mistakes that you could possibly make in real oh, estate I mean, we started it with you know both of us just taking on the same client and, and you know there was times where both of us went on showing together and and we we learned all those mistakes that we're spending way too much time for the you know same amount of money and, and splitting commissions and things so like we've decided to kind of from there sort of take on these distinct roles as far as, you know, the real estate goes. And, and we did all the, you know, personality tests and all these things. And we realized that Matt was better with, with sellers and I was better with buyers. And so that's kind of what, that was our first sort of formation of our team was, was I took okay. on all our buyers, Matt took on all our sellers and we do some new construction stuff. So he having the building background represented the builders that we, we represented some subdivisions um and so yeah so we kind of started that way and then obviously you know the old the 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 thing that most broker owners don't want you to know about is the cap um mm -hmm. that you pay into the company and so we we quickly realized with both of us teamed up together a double cap for an independent firm just you know just didn't make a lot of sense for our business model that we were wanting to build um and so from there we went to the to the uh, the other brokerage um keller williams and we went there for for about a year and you know we we enjoyed it it was it was it made a lot more sense for our business model as far as as far as caps go teams go and, and that's about the time we started bringing on new agents um and obviously you understand that with with new agents you know the them having a half cap type situation was a better situation for us um and then obviously from there we we i had a friend of mine that i played with that owned an independent firm down in Florida, South Florida. Um, and he, he owned a firm and he called me and he said, Hey man, I know you're doing real estate up in Auburn. You need to check out this company XP. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't know much about it. We did, it wasn't really in our area at the time. So he recruited you. He did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and at the same time, there was a, uh, sort of our mentor who we had gone and, and watched at a couple of real estate conventions speak on, on building teams and stuff. A guy named Gusty Gulas out of Birmingham. Um, we had seen him speak a couple times, got introduced to him. And right about that same time that the guy from South Florida introduced us to it, he mentioned EXP. He was moving his independent brokerage to EXP. Both of them owned fairly large firms and decided that EXP was going to be a better fit for their model. And so that kind of, obviously that piqued our, our interest. We're like, wait a minute, if they're, they had a very successful company going on and they're moving all that into a you know, a new company, what, what's going on with that. And so that's what, that's where we really got introduced and where we really started to, to crunch the numbers and realize, cause you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. And so the numbers have to make sense. And if the numbers make more sense somewhere else and better for your, your, you know, your bottom line, your teammates, bottom line, your, your family, everything um, starts to fall in line and you start to realize that there's a, there's a better option out there. Yeah. It took about six months. Um, and that's probably because of me um, for us to go ahead and jump, 
you know, jump on over to EXP. But uh, he's smarter yeah, than me. I don't know about that. So, what were your reservations, Matt? Well, it was just more so, you know, poking holes in it. Um, you know, obviously, as you can probably see um, by the look of Evan, he's a little more adventurous, um, <laughs> you know, than, than I am. And, the, it's the uh, hair flip for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and so it did take me a little while. Um, you know, I, I am kind of like that golden retriever. Once I get to a place, I'm, I'm pretty loyal. Um so it, it took me a while to, you know, really dive into it. But, you know, once we did and started talking to, you know, other agents and teams that, that made that leap, um, it just started making sense. And, uh, and so we've been now with EXP for two and a half years. Um, we're absolutely loving it. We're just getting to the point that, you know, we are feeling more comfortable, you know, talking with other agents and teams and, and brokerages about EXP because we have now experienced the benefits, what EXP has and what it has, what it offers, you know, mm. to its agents. Um, so uh, I'm just getting chills right now just talking about it because it's, <laughs> it's exciting. I mean, EXP is, is a company that is the most agent centric company that I've ever been with. And I've been with, a, a, you know, like I said, a few different companies being licenses to 05. So, um, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's just a pretty cool atmosphere um, and how all the agents collaborate with each other. Um, and we're all in it for one goal and, and it's to make everyone successful. Right. That's awesome. And so, um, you know, you guys, you guys made the move over here. Evan was like, come on. And Matt was like, okay, settle down. Like, let's, yeah. let's see, like, let's wait for the other shoe to drop. It sounds too good to be true. So it probably is. Um, but now you guys are over here, you're rocking and rolling. What do you love most about EXP? What do you use about it that maybe you didn't expect or, um, what do you enjoy most that maybe other brokerages didn't offer? I think the, I think to me, the most surprising thing is because a lot of the reservation is that there's no, you know, office, there's no brick and mortar real office. Now we have sort of a hybrid, I guess we, we have an office because we do have a team. Um, but, you know, I think the, the conception there or the perception there, um, the wrong word, but the perception there. Is that, <laughs> conception. <you> know, <laughs> hey, I'll do that. I was, I would have. Yeah, I'll use the wrong word in the wrong place. Don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> me too. Um, me too. Uh, so, you know, you got this no office situation, and that really seems like you're out on an island. You're kind of by yourself. And uh, the thing that we've noticed from being here is that it's the complete opposite of that. You've got obviously you've got your upline, so you've got multiple people that are that are interested in your success um, and that want you to succeed. So. Uh, and, and then the people around you and the people within our market, we have had, I mean, we've had probably 40 agents, 30 or 40 agents since we came on to EXP. And, you know, most of those were just kind of reaching out to us and asking us why we, why we joined. And we just kind of explained our reasons for joining and, and they saw the value in that too. But all the agents locally, you know, are, are all want to help each other. Everybody wants to help because, you know, there's so many, there's so many external factors as far as, you know, obviously stock stuff and things like that. The better the company does, the better we all do. Um, and then the better that, you know, you can, you can help another agent bring another agent on DXP and really see the value in the company and, and, and build their business. And that's, that's a benefit to all. And so, you know, I think that was probably my biggest surprise was that it wasn't, it wasn't out on an Island at all. You're actually more, you're more covered up by people who really care about your business. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, that to go on top of that, um, the, the collaboration amongst the agents, um, you know, the, the different companies and that, that I have been with, um, you know, you had that office camaraderie, but 
you know, it, it seemed very, very competitive, almost to, uh, uh, you know, detriment. kind of the detriment to, I use the right word. <laughs> to the agents, um, you know, within that company. And, and, you know, you just don't see that within EXP. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone is wanting to help, um, you know, help you out, um, you know, obviously, because like Evan said, the stock, I mean, there's a mutual benefit you know, if one person is doing well, we're all doing well. And, and so the, just the collaboration, you know, globally now um, has just been, you know, nothing less but amazing. I guess if you look at it in a way, you know, in, in a traditional brokerage, instead of one person finding a lot of success out of out of multiple agents being su- succeeding, then all agents are finding success and multiple agents succeeding. So, you know, that's that's kind of, to me, the 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 gist of the whole company. Absolutely. And, you know, moving a little bit away from EXP before we dive back in to, you know, iconing all things production when it comes to that, let's talk about your guys' work-life balance. Does that exist for you? What kind of priority does that take in your life? How do you draw lines between work and play? What does that look like for each of you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're very family oriented. Um, so we, we do kind of encompass our work with families kind of hard not to, especially, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in production, um, like we both are, you know, we're still both, you know, heavily in production. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, we want to create this family atmosphere amongst our team um, and, and, you know, with our families. Um, you know, our, our slogan is converting clients to friends. And so we want to be, you know, recognized as this, you know, one big family, you know, working hard, playing hard um, and, and just enjoying life. I think, yeah, I think when it comes to work-life balance in real estate, you know, you're never really off the clock, but, you know, um, you, you got to enjoy your time while you're on the clock. And, and so it's, it's kind of a 24 hours a day type of enjoyment, um, really. I mean, anywhere you go, you know, there's a potential client and, and anywhere you go, you, you're wanting to give that type of information coming from a place of contribution all the time and, and just being kind of a steward of your industry and a steward of your community um, at all times. And if you enjoy that, then you can be very, very successful in this, this business. Absolutely. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, you know, when it comes to drawing the line between work and play, it could be hard. You guys are family oriented, but you're high in production. So you guys have to figure out some things to leverage out. Now, do you guys have virtual assistants? We do. You do? Okay, cool. So what are some of those things that you um, have decided to take off your plate and leverage out to some virtual assistants? And how have you seen, you know, your business kind of elevate from from releasing control of certain things? Yeah. Well, one, you know, it is hard to release that control. Um, but, you know, for growth, it, I think it's definitely necessary. Um, so we, we have added a transaction coordinator um, mm-hmm. that has taken a lot of, uh, you know, the back end work off, you know, us and our agents, um, which allows them to do what they want to do in, in that sale. You know, that's meeting with clients, helping them, you know, find homes and things like that. So we have, uh, you know, Again, we, we have that transaction coordinator that has, has taken that workload um, off our agents so they can concentrate on, you know, what they like doing. And as much as you try to wiggle away from EXP just now, we're going we're gonna to wiggle right back into it. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was really, I mean, that was also a decision maker for us was we looked at numbers and we said, okay, if we're paying this amount for our cap every single year, um, you know, this, this amount that we're going to save on our cap is going to pay for us a full-time office administrator. And she is amazing. She's, 
she literally, I mean, we would not, we, I don't know where we would be without her. She, we definitely wouldn't have this screen up behind us. <laughs> so uh, she, I mean, she has been tremendous. And that to me has been um, one of our, you know, biggest value points that we've had in the past, uh, you know, five years of working together yeah. is being able to, to add her to our team. And she was our very first hire. And, and it just, it took a lot of time off our plate to be able to really focus on, <laughs> oh, that's a nice picture. Right that's one of our agents' families right there. Is there? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so it gave us a lot of time to be able to really build our business and really focus on what we wanted to do as far as produce and what we wanted to do to do community outreach stuff to really build a business locally here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that you know, it came back to, to being at EXP was a big choice in that you know was a big decision maker was was how much that's going to free up our time in order to to build our business a little bigger because you can only do so much as a as a single agent oh absolutely yeah, and, and, to give, and to give her credit uh we'll go ahead and say her name megan huff she's our office manager um we she is the glue of yes. the copper willis group so you go megan Yes, yes. Bless, yes. bless that saint i can already see the chaos she has to yeah, wrangle yeah. in just from <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys, you know, um, I'm a firm believer and you have to spend money to make money, right? You've got to invest in um, people like Megan and virtual assistants, transaction coordinators, so that you can focus on, like you said, the community giving back that sphere of influence. That's so important. And, you know, thus production, production skyrockets, revenue comes in. So basically they're paying for the, um, and then, you know, I'm, I didn't wiggle too far away from exp evan we're circling back okay this is a this is an exp podcast we're all exp agents here okay settle down i know what i'm doing um just kidding but um so like my next question is going to be um all things icon right icon podcast you guys are icon agents um let's talk about production in your area so what does that average housing price look like to you in your market and about how many homes do you have to sell to be able to cap yeah, so we're we're right, right around three hundred thousand is average uh, selling price. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to to cap, I, I guess that's probably yeah. fifteen to twenty transactions. And okay, then, and then the icon was probably another ten. Yeah, ten after that was to get icon um, somewhere around there. So I think uh, I think we're the last last year and this year, which this year we're we're going to be uh, a third timer now, three peat of icon. Congrats. Uh, so we're, uh, for, from our anniversary year, I guess it ta is taking about two, two and a half months to, uh, to cap. And then, awesome. you know, another month, maybe so three months total to, to reach that icon status, I guess. Okay. That's great guys. Um, and then, you know, as far as, um, iconing, you've got to do more than production with EXP. And that's also, you know, um, a huge contributor to why there's such a community here, great morale, um, thousands of hours of training out in EXP world is they require the best of the best of EXP, top 2%, 2,400 out of 83,000 agents and growing to give back to EXP, that cultural commitment, coaching, mentoring, teaching in EXP world, vetting other icons, you name it. So what cultural commitment do you guys choose and why? Yeah. So I do the mentorship um, mm -hmm. program, um, you know, just, just being able, and I, and I'm at that point now to, to give back, you know, I, I've always, you know, been in a, in a team atmosphere, you know, growing up, you know, in sports and, 
and everything. Just just really like that team atmosphere, you know, and helping others. That's that's one of the reasons why I got in this industry. Um, and so to be able to be at that point to, to give back to other agents and, and just help out. And, and it's rewarding to me to see them grow, um, you know, through that mentorship. And, uh, I, you know, it's something that's just really important to me and, and something I, I, you know, I'm going to continue on doing, you know, throughout my career in real estate, whether they're, you know, with EXP or not. Um, you know, I, I definitely just enjoy it and, and like giving back to others and seeing, seeing other people be successful. Absolutely. That's incredible, guys. And, um, you know, beyond that, uh, beyond the cultural commitment, there is a lot of benefits that the icon agents get to see. So not only are you benefiting the company and agents that you're mentoring or looking over or whatever you want to say that as. Um, you guys also enjoy getting your cat back in stock. You guys uh, have the opportunity to go to EXPCon and shareholders. And we already talked about that. You guys are going to Vegas. So that's awesome. Um, you get a big glass shiny trophy. So what are some benefits that you really enjoy about being an icon agent? You know, what's your favorite and why do you set, you know, being an icon agent every year on your list of goals when, you know, you could simply be like, Oh, pfft, I don't care, or I'm not even going to do the cultural commitment part, whatever. Why do you revisit iconing? Yeah, Matt has all those trophies on his nightstand, <laughs> right next to his bed. <laughs> every night when he goes to bed, and I'm like, I get it. Do you kiss them all good night? Watch it every now and uh -huh. again. I was there too. I saw. I, I saw we got them. You don't have to send Just me a picture like... every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously the the trophies are nice. Um, and that was pretty much what you got with other companies. You know, they had, you know, your, your trophy or your medallion hitting certain benchmarks, but that, that was to the extent of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then here comes EXP. So the value that they give to their agents, um, you know, reaching that icon status, you know, going beyond that trophy is obviously, you know, the stock awards. Um, and, and that was a big thing, you know, for me and I know Evan, you know, being that we have, you know, families, we want to build something, you know, outside of just, you know, our day-to-day -day grind and, and sales, because let's be honest, you know, in this industry, you know, especially if you're a single agent and, you know, you wake up one day and you can't, you can't physically go out and make sales. What, what is your family going to do? And, and so that was something that jumped out, you know, big time for us was, you know, hey, look at, you know, you, you can build, you know, assets, you can build, you know, stock, you can build retirement, you know, you know, by by doing what you do every day. And and so um, that that was a huge, you know, benefit, you know, one coming over to EXP, but also, you know, doing what we need to do to work hard to make sure we, we reach that icon status. The outlook somewhere else is, yeah, showing houses, you know, with a with a hospital gown on and hooked up to IV and uh, <laughs> you know, you check out. So this kind of gave you an opportunity not to have to do that. And, yeah, a couple and streams of income. And that first year, you know, that we were here, it was going crazy. The stock was going crazy. So even when we, we, we capped, you know, it backdated to when we capped and the, the stock had gone up so much at that point, I'm we're pretty sure we, we earned back more than what we paid in to the company based on the stocks. And so, you know, you can't, you can't do that anywhere. It's cheaper. I mean, well, obviously, you know, we, just like everyone else, we looked at the option of, of starting our own, uh, our own independent firm at some point. And, you know, then seeing the Gusty Gulas and the John Talisano, see these guys to move their entire uh, functioning, you know, high, production independent firms into exp was like all right well 
I think we would be stupid to do this. I'm not, you know, we're not the smartest guys in the world, but I think this would be dumb. So you're like, uh, hmm, stock awards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, risk not on me. Let's yeah, do exactly. this. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, all the technology that would be so expensive as an independent firm, as a small, you know, outfit to pay for yeah. the type of technology that EXP has training all the yeah. agents um, has now come down to eighty-five bucks a month. Right, I know, I mean, right. I mean, it's not even a question of how much more expensive that would have been mm-hmm. to do that on our own. So essentially, you know, I mean, we tell people all the time, we got paid to be at EXP. I mean, people pay. Basically. Us, you know? Yeah. Cause <laughs> like if you're thinking about that, right, like your cap, like, oh man, I'm not my own broker. So now I have to pay a cap. Okay. But you're getting it back in stock. Right, you have the absolutely. opportunity to, right? Not everybody gets their cap back here, right. but you have the opportunity to hustle and get that cap back. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's like those expenses, expensive. like wiped clean. Yeah. And in a, in a commission based world, you know, that's, that's what you should be aiming toward anyway, is getting mm-hmm. those type of goals that are going to get you in a financial situation where, you know, you can, you can check out one day. Yes, absolutely. No, that's awesome. Great points to highlight there, guys, is that, um, again, three opportunities for income. You've got commission, stock options, rev share, great, great opportunities here that you're not going to see at other brokerages. Um, as, as he said, Evan, um, about, walking and opening doors with your attached to your IV, your nurse probably isn't going to like that too much. So um, definitely look at your options when considering coming over to EXP or switching to that brokerage, um, what you're going to do, what's your backup plan? What's your legacy, right? Because too. um, The option that is available at other brokerages is a commission option. And and typically it's going to be lower. Yeah. So, I mean, even, even the one that other brokerages can match, doesn't match it, you know, Mm -hmm. one for one at all. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's crazy. EXP, um, it's attracting agents. It's really not a matter of if you come over, it's when. That's what we're probably, we're probably closer to 84,000 now than we are 83,000 if we haven't hit it already. And, um, you know, beyond that, guys, let's talk a little bit, you know, pick your mentor slash coaching side of your brain a little bit. Um, Say a rookie comes up to you or somebody's new to EXP from another brokerage and they're like, Hey, Crawford Willis group. I really want to icon my first year, right? That's a big goal. Lots to accomplish there. Um, what are some daily goals they need to set out for that or big mistakes to avoid if that kind of goal is even possible for them in their first year? Yeah. So I would say daily goal. Um, you know, we call it IPAs. Um, we, we like the beer, we like the beer, but you know, we're not talking about the IPA beer, uh, in, income producing activities. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, you know, make a plan for yourself, um, you know, sit down and go ahead and and make that, uh, list of people that are in your sphere, people that, you know, by first name that you feel comfortable reaching out to, uh, contacting, letting them know that you either one, just got into the real estate business or two, you made a move to a a company that, that, uh, is going to better them and therefore is going to better you know, while it betters, you know, them, it's going to better their clients. Um, and so, um, yeah, just, just make those uh, to-do lists, those goals, make sure you write them down um, and do those daily uh, IPAs. And when you knock out those IPAs, then you crack an IPA and you're good to go. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, somebody especially coming into EXP, you can tell them, hey, you're not alone in this. You know, you've got an upline, you've got somebody. And for them to say, reach out to everyone in your upline and, and ask them, pick their brain, what they do in their market. And that's what's pretty neat about this company is there's every, they're in so many different markets and everyone's so accessible. You know, we've been to other brokerages where, 
it kind of seemed like the top producers, or, or those that you kind of look up to in the industry, were sort of hands off, almost like you know you can't talk to them because they're a high producer, and and you know red rope around them, don't don't cross here and, and ask us any questions, get away from us, you peasant. But with EXP, the first one we went to, I mean, some of the top producers were were coming up to us and talking to us and asking us how we like to come, what are we doing, you know, and and hey, reach out to us anytime you have any questions. And I mean, we had some some people we met at the first EXP. Uh, event we went to that that really taught us some things and, and some things that we implemented into our business that you know I think helped us tremendously. So I would tell I would tell them to to feel free to reach out to every resource they have because obviously that's a that's a huge 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 benefit to to having Absolutely. that many resources. If you're in a traditional brokerage, obviously you, you've kind of got your broker is the only one that has a financial interest in your success. So you've got one person you can reach out to, or you can pay a ton of money for a lot of different coaches and things, or you can reach out to, you know, your upline that's that's there for you and, and there to, you know, watch you succeed. Absolutely. That's great, guys. That's great. Great advice. Um, you know, lean into your mentors, find an accountability buddy. That's a big goal to have your first year. Um, but tap into that, that IPA and see what happens. And if you don't hit right. it next year, you know, focus on those mistakes and uh, don't make uh, the same mistake next year, right? I would, yeah, that's right. I would also say... Uh, I would also say, you know, be genuine. I think that's one of the biggest things in this industry that people forget about is just be genuine, be yourself, you know, hustle, um, have fun with it. Cause it is like we talked about earlier, kind of a callback here is it's part of your life every single day. And you gotta be genuine in your life. You gotta be genuine in your business and people pick up on that. People read that. And that, you know, obviously your business comes from, from referrals, from people you work with and they want to know that you're a genuine person. You truly care about them. Um, and so, you know, I would say that's, that's a huge, huge part of this business. And just, you know, if you don't know the answer, say, I don't know, but I do have seven very successful agents that would love to help me with this, this answer. And, you know, that's as genuine as it can be. And people respect that. And people say, oh, he's got seven different people that would give us the right answer here. And that's, I feel very comfortable with that, um, rather than somebody kind of try to fake it, you know? So. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, my next question guys is going to be, Okay, we kind of went over this, but were you skeptical of EXP when it was first introduced to you? You know, what were some some red flags to you, if any? Yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't say, you know, necessarily red flags, but it was like, oh, man, this sounds too good to be true type deal. And, mm -hmm. and, and so that's why I mentioned earlier, like we're getting to the point that now we feel more comfortable opening up and reaching out to agents and, and, and talking to them about EXP because, you know, two and a half years into it and we're experiencing everything that was told to us when we were, you know, when we were first introduced to EXP. Um, so I, I went, I, red flags, no, um, you know, does it sound too good to be true? Yes, but is it true? Absolutely. I mean, we're just, you know, two regular dudes here in, you know, little Auburn, Alabama, and, you know, we're, we're building, you know, passive income, we're building, you know, stock that's going to benefit our family and, and you know, changing, changing our lives, you know. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. <laughs> I, think, I think the stock thing was probably, you know, you get a lot of people that are from outside of the company that go, oh, that's not even a real stock. That's not mm -hmm. really, you know, that's just a propped up kind of thing. They're just trying to sell you on the company, that kind of stuff. But I mean, we can tell you that it is it is real and that you can leverage that stock. You know, we've talked to a lot of our mentors that are in EXP that have been able to leverage stock to be able to invest other things that, you know, they wanted to invest in because of what they had in their 
stock account. Um, so, you know, it's, it's as real as money. And so that, I would say that's probably one of the things that, you know, we even had, we even had people call us when we were looking to come over from another company and just kind of, that was honestly the turning point for me. They, they called and just tried to bash EXP for like 45 minutes. They called us and said, I heard you're looking at moving. Um, you know, let me tell you why you shouldn't. And it was just, and everything I, I kind of called him on and questioned him on didn't really have an answer for, um, and kind of, you know, sort of made up some things and, and you can, again, Sounds authenticity, about right. authenticity, you can, you can smell, absolutely you can smell mm -hmm. BS from, from through the phone lines. And so we did. And, uh, and that really kind of turned me off because I was like, Hey, if this person vehemently hates it that much, I don't even know if that's a real word either, but if they hate it that much, um, then there's gotta be something good about it. And that's typically, mm -hmm. you know, any, any person that's finding success and doing it the right way, there's always going to be those people that do not want them to succeed and are going to try to find every single way possible. And usually it's a snaky way for them not to succeed. And for, through that, I realized pretty quickly that this is this is a probably a pretty good thing. And I've heard Evan use this analogy and, and I do like it. It's like, you know, you uh, you know, you find that good restaurant, you know, whatever type of restaurant it is. And, and you just really enjoy it. You want to go out and share it with your friends and family and, and let them know about, you know, Hey, you need to check out this new restaurant It's great or, or what have you. I mean, that's the same, same aspect with EXP. Um, you know, it's, you know, I, I know, I guess one thing EXP kind of gets a uh, bad rap at is, you know, Oh, y'all are just recruiting or are a multi-level, you know, type company. Well, I mean, that's not true. Well, we're not selling a product. You know, we still have to, you know, provide a service uh, to our clients. And, and, you know, we, you know, we have to sell real estate to, to survive and, and feed our families. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, we want to share like, oh, my gosh, this is really changing us. You know, this is helping mm -hmm. us. Um, you know, it's amazing. And so we just want to share it with, with all those that, that we love and, and enjoy and want to see them be successful as well. So we're just sharing the, you know, potential success that they can have with the XP. Absolutely. I love that, guys. And um, Evan, I was thinking about you a little bit and all the words that you've made up analogies yeah, and I think maybe um, after like your title or sign off in emails, it should be like, uh, Evan Crawford, human thesaurus slash um, <laughs> new word entrepreneur, who knows? And then we've got Matt over here who's like the the grammatical checker to make sure <laughs> that we're not making up too absurd of words. Uh, that's awesome, guys. So, you know, when, when somebody is watching this and they're thinking to themselves like, oh, gosh, like same thing you did. Too good to be true. How do I poke holes in this? Gosh, my broker is like, don't go to EXP. They're a pyramid scheme. They're a cult, like crazy stuff. So somebody's watching this right now. They're trying to uh, get inf more information before making that switch. What would you say to them to just be like, all right, do it, make the leap, take the jump, especially while stock is low. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, anytime you can get into something great early on, you're going to benefit in the long run. Um, but yeah, I would suggest, you know, reach out to those that, that have, you know, made the leap to EXP, um, mm -hmm. talk to them about it and, you know, ask them, you know, what made them, you know, what was the decision factor for them? Um, you know, and ask them, are, you know, if there are any negatives, what, what do you see the negatives being? Um, so just go out and, and, and talk to, you know, those that have already made that jump and, and, and just kind of, you know, 
you know, get your take after interviewing, you know, those agents. Yeah, we definitely, I mean, we search for the negative. We, we definitely, you know, even in markets outside of ours that we've just found, we Googled EXP agent, you know, mm -hmm. or EXP agent, Raleigh, whatever, and just reached out to him and said, Hey, we're thinking about making this move. You know, what did you think? And we even, we even are, I guess, better. So we reached out to agents that we knew had left EXP, had gone to EXP and left EXP. Um, mm -hmm. To me, that's a, that's a pretty big marker to say, okay, well, they didn't. And, you know, everything we heard was none of our concern. Everything we heard was, um, you know, we just, I just really wanted a, a broker on site. And, and, and this was, I mean, when we joined, there were 16,000 agents total. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tremendous. It's gone up so much. Like we had one broker in Alabama at the time. Now we have three brokers in Alabama. Um, so they're they're scaling obviously to to keep up with the agents and truly be able to be a benefit to the agents just like a broker would in your office. Um, so so the the even the negatives we heard, um, you know, it was nothing that was a concern to us. It was always kind of stuff. It was more of a personal. Yeah, concern. more personal. Nobody ever said anything negative about the company culture or anything like that. You know, which would be a red flag to me. Hey, you know, it's it's kind of a sleazy company. It's red, you know, nobody ever said anything like that. It was all sort of their personal. Uh, preference and, and real estate and, and none of that. And so I would, I would encourage people to, to reach out to try to find as bad as you can because it, it's it's really just not there. And, but I mean, it may be something that you realize, oh, that's my personal preference too. It's not mm -hmm. going to be, I mean, I, I always tell people, you know, that come to us and ask us questions, I'm going to be as real as I possibly can about this. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, because when you do come on, I want to be able to help you. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you help other agents succeed. And I don't want the, that entire conversation to be about how much you hate it and how much it's not working out for you. I don't have time to deal with that. So I don't want to bring anybody on that, that hasn't figured out every single aspect of the company and figured out that, you know, this could be a negative or not, because I don't want that negative to come up after you've already joined and, and, and I'm trying to help you with your business. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's great advice. If you guys have any more questions about um, EXP or, you know, all things real estate teams, whatever that is, make sure to reach out to the Crawford Willis group because they've been great. I'm sure they'll welcome you with open arms. And of course, if you guys have any questions, um, you know, listeners or Crawford Willis group, whatever, um, about virtual assistance. When it comes to me, I'm an ambassador for Sphere Rocket VA, the number one virtual assistant uh, company in the world. So it's been crazy to hear whether you're a Sphere Rocket or not, the differences that VAs can make in your business model, especially for icon agents being able to hand that stuff out. So uh, if you guys are interested in that, please let me know. We've got appointments um, booking out pretty much every week. So we would love to talk to you about it. And if it's not for you, we'll tell you, but at least you'll know. And uh, guys, I look forward to seeing you in Vegas. Anything yeah, you want to leave the listeners with as we uh, wrap it up? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do it IPA in Vegas. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I hate IPAs, but um, Vegas bombs. We'll do those. Vegas. All right, we can go there. Jot me down for that. Are All you right. in? Are you in? Yeah, Come yeah, on. We're in, we're in, we're okay. Ahead. All right. Evan was in. I was like, Matt? <laughs> I need I need a verbal yes. Awesome. Thanks guys. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank
Zycon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success, and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.